This is EM Pulse with your hosts, Sarah Medeiros and Julia Magana. A mandate for health. Welcome to EM Pulse. Today we're going to talk about vaccine mandates. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But I have to say, this topic is not super controversial or scary for me personally. I know. I totally believe that. First of all, Sarah, you are a physician. And the overwhelming majority of physicians were not only supportive of getting a vaccine, but demanded vaccine stat. <laughs> we as a group have a high vaccination rate. And I think it's in no small part because we understand the science the need, the history. And honestly, most of us truly saw this as the road to recovery early on. We just couldn't get the vaccine fast enough. But that's not true for everyone in healthcare, and honestly, not even true for every physician out there. Some healthcare workers have questions about how the vaccine could affect their health, and others have philosophical concerns. Meanwhile, some support the concept of a vaccine, but have concerns about a mandate. So this is probably a good time to mention, while this is a UC Davis emergency medicine podcast, the opinions here represent all of our personal opinions and not necessarily the opinions of UC Davis or the UC system or the department or really anyone other than our own opinions here. Yeah, it certainly is emotion laden for myriad complicated reasons. So I spoke with my colleague and amazing ED nurse, Joe Helfrich, about his perspective on the California vaccine mandate. Joe, are you vaccinated for COVID? I am enthusiastically vaccinated for COVID. I decided early on that it was something that I wanted to do, but I mean, like many people, I actually had my own skepticism when they first came out. I didn't understand the technology. I didn't understand the potential side effects. And obviously these things, this happened very quickly, but it quickly became apparent that the information out there was reliable and interesting. And the people who I trust, my doctors, my friends were on board with this. And by the time we finally got our vaccine in December, I was a hundred percent on board and enthusiastically looking forward to the protection that uh, we could get from it. Do you think that other healthcare professionals, nurses, techs, et cetera, in the emergency department and in the hospital should be vaccinated? To me, yes. Like To me, it, it feels obvious. Like the, the numbers don't lie. Like you get the vaccine and then you don't die of the coronavirus. I understand people have skepticism about taking vaccinations. There's a stigma that's attached to them, which is unfortunate but prevalent. What are your thoughts on the mandate? Honestly, the mandate makes me, on a gut level, makes me a little bit uncomfortable. It seems to me that the best way to understand things is to get the information out there, let people consume it, and come to their best possible conclusion based on those ideas. That being said, the information out there has gotten so bad. <laughs> There is such a political schism in what you are willing to believe and how you're choosing to consume it. And it's killing people in a way that is sad and unnecessary. And I wish there was something that we could do to prevent that. 
So I don't have any particular difficulty with the vaccine mandate as a policy effort because it's saving people's lives in a real way. So for me, I believe that we can get as close as we can to getting this rid of this thing with a mandate. And I am okay with that overall. That's a great perspective. I really appreciate Joe's thoughts on this. And his perspective is certainly in the majority. Yeah, an American Nurses Foundation survey from February 2021 reports that 70% of nurses surveyed had received at least one dose of the vaccine. But of those who were not vaccinated, 34% wanted to get vaccinated ASAP, another 9% in six months, but unfortunately, 28% did not want to be vaccinated, and another 25% were undecided. Now, obviously, a lot of water has passed under the bridge since then. I mean, eight months in COVID months is like, what, 80 months in normal times? The COVID vaccine facts for nurses group in conjunction with the ANA surveyed nurses again in August 2021. And of those surveyed, 75 percent trust that the available COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Eighty-eight percent, up from 70 percent, report being vaccinated or planning to get vaccinated. And 59 percent said they were in favor of work requiring vaccines. That's pretty huge. Now, there is a subset of healthcare providers that don't feel, let's say, quite as enthusiastic. (laughs) We spoke with a senior nurse in our emergency department. He has concerns about the vaccine mandates. Here is his perspective. Jeremy, tell me, did you personally get the vaccine and why or why not? I personally did not get the vaccine. I have made the decision not to do so based on my understanding of the risks and benefits, but predominantly because I am a big believer and a proponent of somebody being able to make their own personal choice about whether or not they should be vaccinated. Since there is a healthcare mandate in place, how did you get approval for not getting the vaccine? I submitted an exemption request under the religious option. I am a, a Christian who has a firm faith and do truly believe that I have the right to make my own decision and that because of my faith, I do not have any angst about the potential outcome of, of getting this particular virus. I'm sure you've spoken with other colleagues who feel the same way. What are you hearing? Why would healthcare workers be against the vaccine mandate beyond just personal choice? I think what's important to know is that most people are not necessarily against the vaccine in and of itself. It's more the mandate. Most of the individuals that I've had conversations with you know, they're all educated. They all have advanced degrees. They're all able to find the correct information. And based on on the information that they have found, they've just decided that the risks outweigh the benefits. And it's the it's the idea of somebody telling them that they have to do something that they're not necessarily comfortable with that has forced many people to go down the route of choosing not to get the vaccine. 
What would it take for you or some of your colleagues to get vaccinated? What would you want to see or what would you need to know? I can speak for myself personally that it would be conversations where it was more about persuasion and not coercion. And there's a big difference between those two terms. What's currently being done, in my opinion, is is a coercive type technique. And that just doesn't personally work for me. I, I would be more than happy to sit down and have good intellectual conversations with folks from both sides of the aisle. I'm not going to sit here and say that I have all of the correct information, uh, but I yet to have a conversation with somebody who doesn't have a negative connotation towards somebody who's chosen to not be vaccinated. I've had interactions with my own family members where it's, you know, not positive, but not super negative, but extremely uncomfortable. That's actually the next question I was going to ask you is how has the mandate affected you personally and in your career going forward? Personally, I've come to the realization that my ability to potentially travel, uh, to potentially go on vacations uh, is, is, has been hindered. It has definitely hampered kind of my uh, extracurricular activities, uh, but I am, I'm a man of principle and I just have made a personal decision that I'm willing to forego those kinds of things to stand up for, you know, what I believe, which is I should be given the option to make the decision on whether I want this vaccine or not and not be told that I have to do it. I'm lucky in my professional life that UC Davis has allowed exemptions to occur. Uh, I know that there are other institutions that have not. Uh, That is probably the biggest piece of this whole pandemic that has weighed the heaviest on me. Uh, Not knowing if I'm ever going to get to the point where I have to make a decision of my career versus my personal beliefs. He is not alone. In that same August 2021 nurse survey, of those who don't intend to get vaccinated, 84% said they did not have enough information about long-term effects of the vaccine. 77% said they didn't have enough information about the safety of the vaccine. 71% said they mistrust information about the vaccine. 44% said they feel the vaccine is unnecessary. And 40% report personal and or religious reservations about the vaccine in general. Okay, so information and trust are really key components. Honestly, that is helpful for me to know. To learn even more about this topic, I spoke with Dr. Hunter Pattison. He is a UC Davis Emergency Medicine Health Policy Fellow and Advocacy Fellow for California ASIP. Hunter, tell me about the California vaccine mandate. So the uh, vaccine mandate, which is definitely a hot topic issue right now. (laughs) um, So that was put into effect September 30th. Um, It came out in the beginning of August by the Department of Public Health um, that all healthcare workers would need to be vaccinated with either uh, the two-dose vaccines, Pfizer, Moderna, or the one-dose vaccine, the Johnson Johnson vaccine, or apply for exemption for either religious reasons or medical reasons. 
So the order went into effect and applied to all healthcare workers within hospital systems, skilled nursing facilities, acute care facilities, psychiatric hospitals, respite centers, pretty much anything where you'd have any type of patient care. When Governor Newsom announced this at the beginning of January, um, there was a lot of back and forth debate over the concept of a mandate, um, especially within the healthcare system. And given, at least in the beginning of the year, the vaccine hesitancy, even within healthcare workers, there was some concern at how this would impact healthcare systems, hospitals that were already kind of struggling with staffing. Outside of the concern of whether or not you should have a mandate in regards to getting the vaccine or leave it up to someone's individual right to choose, I think one of the largest concerns was some more rural areas, especially in California, would potentially lose staffers if there was a mandate put into effect, which would negatively impact patient care. And do you know what any of those results are? I mean, we went into place on September 30th. Today we're recording. It's October 11th. Has this mandate been effective, and are those fears lived out? So the mandate's been effective in most major hospital systems. When the announcement went out August 5th, most hospitals went from about 70 to 80 percent vaccinated to almost in the high 90s. UC Davis Health now has 100 percent people vaccinated or exempt for religious or medical reasons. Kaiser is at 97 percent for all their healthcare workers within California. And the other hospital systems had a huge jump as well. Um, Although there were fears that it would result in staffing shortages, it has shown since, you know, that announcement um, that there was a huge surge in getting vaccinations by workers. And looking at the data from some other states that implemented this, New York, for example, which their mandate was actually even stricter. For California, you had the option of doing biweekly testing Um, in case you don't want to get vaccinated or submit for exemption, whereas in in New York, they didn't even allow that. And so there were fears and concerns, you know, how this would impact the systems. Would there be workers that would leave in mass? And their data kind of showed similar results to how California's was, where there was a huge jump in workers at the very end getting vaccinated. And the percentage of people that left as a result of that was less than 1%, like in the 0.1 percentage realm, at least to date so far. Yeah, it's kind of mind-blowing, honestly, to think about losing a, let's be honest, lucrative career path <laughs> that we have in the healthcare setting because of something like this. It would just kind of blow my mind personally because it's not like you could just like be say, oh, I'm going to leave UC Davis to go down the hospital to Kaiser because we all have the same mandate. So you literally have to leave your career path to be able to stand up for this belief. You know, it's it's just a really interesting concept. You know, it goes into the debate over people's individual kind of right and freedoms and things like that. And I, I completely understand that. Unfortunately, you know, within the healthcare industry, like we are the ones that interact with the most sick patients and the the people who are most at risk to getting the disease. And so it makes sense for us as healthcare workers for for us wanting us all to be protected. And you look at some of the other ways that they tried to increase vaccination rates in hospital workers, trying to incentivize getting the vaccine, providing like pizza and food and things for workers if they were, you know, going to get their shots. And nothing really was working once we got kind of got past that 60 to 70 percentage range in healthcare workers until the mandate went in place. And so 
as much as people like to grumble and moan, mandates do work in that regard. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly been effective to be at or close to 100 percent does mean that systems got up and got moving and people responded. And um, so, yeah, it's, it is clearly effective. There's so many other requirements that we have to, to complete, you know, in order to be healthcare workers. We have to get annual PPD testing. We have to make sure we're up to date on our other vaccines, MMR, varicella, everything like that. And so, you know, this is just one of many that is another protection that we're trying to implement to make sure that we're safe and all of our patients are safe. I just think that because it's still so new and there's still a lot of disinformation about the vaccine, that's probably what's contributing to a lot of the debate going around it. Yeah. What are some of the downsides? What are some of the arguments against having a mandate? You mentioned the lack of staffing, people leaving a mass exodus, and we haven't seen that. What else are some of the other downsides of a mandate? I guess just the the requirement, like taking the ability for someone to choose for themselves whether or not they want to like arm themselves with the vaccine. That was even used by some of the Republican opponents during Governor Newsom's recall, you know, mandate versus just trying to pour more effort and resources into educating people about the vaccine and educating people about COVID and providing people with information. And seeing the mandate as being a more punitive approach than anything else, I think is is where a lot of people kind of take issue. I think the cost is a downside also. You know, it's easier for these big hospital systems that are reporting such high numbers to be like, yeah, we got all our employees. We had all those extra people that we could pull in and extra resources and extra space that we could use. Um, But it is a challenge for some of these other you know, private physicians that's working out in the community, getting everybody vaccinated and making sure that they have to stay on top of that too. Fair, but you can also argue that it didn't have to necessarily be the hospital systems that were the ones that were providing the vaccine. It was just requiring proof of vaccination through the mandate. Right, yeah. So your community has to be intact to be able to do that. And I think that in California, we've actually done a fairly decent job at providing locations to go get vaccinated. That is not as much of the issue for us here in California. It may be an issue if there is a federal mandate for, you know, the entire population, the general population. I think that is going to be one of the biggest arguments is cost and how to roll out this to areas that might be lacking in resources that more heavily populated states already have. Yeah, absolutely. Now, President Biden has issued a national mandate for healthcare providers as well. Can you talk a little bit about that? It's similar, I guess, in concept to the mandate that California and some of the other states are rolling out. But his mandate applies to healthcare workers that receive funding through CMS from Medicare and Medicaid. And that also is requiring proof of vaccination through the FDA-approved vaccines for COVID. If you look at like the data and research on mandates in the past before, and vaccine hesitancy, it's always places and, and countries that are more developed, have more resources, they have the room to be hesitant. Whereas like your less developed, more in need countries, they don't need to have that vaccine mandate because people are you know lining up in droves to get that. And so it's interesting to see that here in the U.S., we, we have this huge debate going on. 
there shouldn't need to be a debate on trying to, you know, make ourselves safer and trying to arm ourselves against this, especially since there's so much data and evidence about how easy COVID can spread and, and the damage that it can have on the body and the damage that we see every day. Yeah. That privilege gives us the space or luxury to have that debate. That's a really interesting concept and makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Anything else you think we need to know about vaccine mandates? It'll be interesting to see what happens as this kind of expands out and applies more to other members of the population. There's already significant debate with California's mandate for school-age children to be vaccinated starting January of next year and expanding that to workers within the education system and other different areas of industry. I'm sure we'll invite a lot more debate, but it will target those, you know, last-minute holdouts. So I, uh, I'm curious to see if we will get to that point where we finally have herd immunity or the rate needed in order to finally get this pandemic under control. I'm really glad to hear the vaccine mandate is an effective way to increase vaccination rates and didn't affect the workforce. I certainly hope that would be true, but, you know, it's so hard to know. This discussion is definitely relevant to us here in California, but this mandate is rolling out nationwide. So the implications are huge. I completely agree, Sarah. I wanted to know a little more from the nursing leadership perspective because, well, as we said before, this is less of a debate with physicians. So I spoke with Rupi Sandhu, Executive Director of Emergency Services at UC Davis. Why did the UC system and then California and then the whole nation decide this was an important mandate? Why is this so important? Well, I think there is increasing incidents where healthcare workers are having sort of a higher rate of becoming positive with COVID. And we saw some of that in our pockets in our health system in which healthcare workers potentially unknowingly um, infected each other or patients or vice versa. And so healthcare workers are at risk and they're also in a position to be a risk, if that makes sense. How did COVID impact our workforce in the emergency department? And have we seen an improvement with being vaccinated? The first and second and third waves, our actual patient volume had decreased 20 to 30 percent. So the impact to our department and the health system was not as significant with staff being out because of the decrease in patient volume. So during our peak uh, time, which was back in December, I think we had about two to 300 staff that were out within the health system that were positive with COVID. What I can tell you, though, is you can actually see a sharp decline when we started to administer the vaccines. And that has been consistent. What are the exemptions in California for healthcare workers? What I can tell you here at UC Davis, we do allow for a religious and a medical exemption. All of the exemptions are actually reviewed by our labor relations department. Um, so they, they've done a lot of due diligence to make sure that it, it actually matches with, with what our criteria is around exemptions. In your experience, Rupi, how have you found your workforce to respond to this vaccine mandate? Are most nurses generally appreciative and supportive, or does this feel invasive? What has been your experience? 
Our workforce or our nurses, um, you know, they are a composition of our community, right? And our community has, you know, a di- you know, a diverse opinions. They have their their own thoughts, their own their own um, uh, belief systems, and 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 I that doesn't sort of uh, change because you're a nurse or because you're you're a physician. So I think that. Most nurses, um, you know, support the vaccine and um, uh, we're very appreciative of, of the mandate. And then we do have uh, pockets of, of nurses that don't support the mandate. What are the implications of a vaccine mandate for your workforce? Is everyone applying this? So you can't, it's not that you just leave UC Davis to go to another hospital system and get another job there. Um, what does this mean? Are people quitting because they feel so strongly about this? So the mandate applies to all healthcare settings. And I think that was really helpful, right? We did not have anyone in our system that quit. Um, I do see um, people who took earlier retirement than they they would have during the pandemic, because I think that that was stressful in itself. And all these different sort of uh, regulations around or or perceived regulations around having to test twice or even being in a position to where they felt like they had to have an exemption um, was stressful and um, uh, they did retire early. Um, but we did not have people who said, we are quitting nursing. Rupi, what are some of the lessons that we have learned, um, that you've learned as a leader during this time of having a vaccine mandate? I think what I've learned is that um, nurses and, and our staff are people, and they all have a set of beliefs, and um, they all have their, their story. And um, having a mandate or being in a pandemic or having um, different systems that we have to put into place affects people differently. And so recognizing that just because I may feel one way or a majority of people may feel one way doesn't mean that everyone else has to feel that way. And so it's really important for me to recognize and to stay present and open and curious about why people may or may not want to get the vaccine. Um, Because we're all very sort of in in healthcare nurses, very intelligent people. Um, We're, you know, we obviously believe in evidence-based medicine. um, But I think that um, there's so much information out there and so much was changing day to day. Um, And in a time where we're an information overload, um, during a pandemic and you hear, you know, all these different experts because, you know, everyone's sort of an expert sometimes. And so I think that that caused a lot of confusion. And so I think I learned to, to recognize that we are people, um, two, that it's important to give information because in the absence of good information everyone fills in their own gaps. So there were people that said, oh my God, if I don't get the vaccine, I'm going to get fired. And then there were people that were afraid to say that they didn't want the vaccine and for fear of being shamed. 
So just making sure that I created space for both and being able to ensure that I had a way to support both decisions, which means that, you know, there's different levels of PPE for those that are vaccinated and unvaccinated. And what's very interesting is we had the same process for the flu, right? So even pre-pandemic for the flu vaccine, we had a declination process. Those that didn't take the flu vaccine had, you know, had to wear a mask. So, you know, I think the UC system stayed as consistent with the process that was successful, allowing for um, people's choices, um, even in lieu of the evidence, um, but created space for that. Yeah, that's a really good point that we did have a pathway in place for flu shots and how that looks during the flu season. So it is something to refer to. Anything else you think we need to know or talk about vaccine mandates? You know, once this is over, taking a pause and probably reflecting, I think every institution should. Um, and um, really maybe take time to tell their story from start to finish, because I think it's it's cathartic. It also helps us learn as we go, because we had to do that, you know, um, and I think that if we just rush to, great, the pandemic's over, and not take a moment to, even as a department, to set aside some time to reflect on what happened over the past, you know, 18 months, I think that's a missed opportunity. So I do hope that we do that as a health system and and as a department and and um, as you know with our staff as sort of maybe a uh, a joint venture, you know, with our physicians, nurses, techs, husks, you know, you know, all all of our staff. Pulse check. There is still a significant contingency of healthcare workers who resist the idea of a vaccine. The key concerns relate to information and trust. Vaccine mandates are an effective way to improve vaccine rates at hospitals. Vaccine mandates do not cause nurses to quit in droves. I love it. It's good to have more information on the road to recovery. I'm not sure it will be a coronavirus-free road, but hopefully we'll all be a little safer because of these efforts. We would love to hear from you on social media. How is your hospital rolling out vaccine mandates? How has it impacted your workforce? Let us know at Impulse Podcast and subscribe to hear more podcasts like this. Sarah, I'm hoping the next podcast is on COVID vaccines and kids. Man, I'm ready. I already have the expert lined up. We just need approval. Seriously, I already have my kids' sleeves rolled up, ready to go. (laughs) Thank you to our department for creating a safe place to work and looking out for each other. And thank you to OM Audio Productions for achieving a 100% vaccination rate. See you all next time.